Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast, the podcast where funny people do art and have a chat. What's not to like if you like that concept? This week, I'm joined by my good friend and very funny man, impersonator, actor, comedian, Luke Kempner. He's currently starring in Les Miserables on the West End. And I was lucky enough to chat to him whilst we were backstage in his dressing room. And he then gave me a tour of the Sondheim Theatre. So I got to see behind the set of Les Mis, which was very exciting. If you want to see mine and Luke's artworks from today's episode, then make sure you're following Secret Artists on social media at Secret Art Pod. Enjoy the episode and see you on the other side. So I brought in some charcoal okay, and some little pencils and things. Didn't bring paint because we are... Well, you can explain where we are. We are in my dressing room in the uh, the, the the Sondheim Theatre on the West End where Les Miserables is currently on. Woo! Uh, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. It's kind of collision of worlds, isn't it, really? Yeah. You're my comedy world. This is my... It's me from the Arsenal WhatsApp group. Is, yeah, hi. I feel like we talk to each other a lot. I know, but... yeah, 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 yeah. Don't see each other IRL no. very much. Well, it's like not really seeing any comedy people that much now. Yeah. Because usually it was like you'd gig with each other quite a lot. But, yeah. But then that's, you know, I'm chatting to people though. It's, it's all good. I'm going to read you out an intro. Okay. That's okay. Luke Kempner is a fantastic actor, comedian, impressionist, and co host of the podcast Shit I Married a Twin with his wife and sister in law. Luke is currently performing in Les Miserables in the West End, having recently returned from a sellout run of his Edinburgh Fringe show, Gritty Police Drama, a one-man musical, where there was not an empty chair or empty table in the house. Oh, it's lovely stuff. Thanks. Luke's TV credits include Steph's Packed Lunch, The Last Leg, Hey Tracy, Love Island After Sun, and lots more. And I'm delighted to have him on the podcast. Oh, well, I'm delighted to be here. Well, now I'll just sort of awkwardly put that on the floor. That's all right. I'll be fine there. Um, great to be here. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. What do you think? I love it. You've got the proper like actors lights. Actors lights. The mirror with the light bulbs around yeah. the frame. You've yeah. got an Arsenal scarf. Yeah. You've got a photo of yourself topless. Well, that is a that is from <laughs> my friend Jeremy. Sure. Who he's taken that as a screenshot when we've been on Facetime together. That's uh, very sweet. And a picture of Anne Harado, who is an actor that we yeah. once asked to get a picture with when we were 20. That's very cute. Um, Are these all your good luck cards? Yeah. Well wishes. Wishes. Well break wishes a leg, from the cast members. Well, from uh, so Claire Machin, who's my on-stage wife, she sent me yeah. a lovely card because uh, she'd been in the show for six months when I joined. So it was quite yeah. 
daunting for me in a way because she built this relationship with the other guy who'd been right. here for like, I think like three and a half, four years. Okay, big shoes. Big, big shoes. Big boots to fill. Big boots to fill. <laughs> um, but she was so great and she's such a fantastic award-winning performer and she's yeah. just like so generous and, and wants to play on stage like every yeah. night is not like oh we don't do it like that it's like that's nice she's open yeah and I think open she got that crazy interpretation yeah you know me yeah um, so she's been really going to send me a lovely message just cute she's had funny bones that's do you think I've got funny bones Annie mm, we'll find out on we'll the see about that okay um, we don't have very long because you are about to do a show yes but have you brought something for us to draw or have you chosen something for us to draw <laughs> Did you see that advice? Yeah, I did. Um, I haven't. That's fine. Yeah, but I'm thinking what, on my feet. What I thought you might choose, which you might want to pretend that you've chosen. Okay. Is either an Arsenal player. Okay. Because we haven't done that. Or Oh, have you not? No. Or can we do Arteta? Yeah. I want us to draw Mikel Arteta. Amazing. Because he's love so that. fit. He's so fit. And his hair's incredible. I feel like that'd be fun to draw, especially with charcoal. He, um, he looks, he's got a Lego haircut, hasn't he? It looks he's got, like he's got that removable It's plastic. not fair. I want it's, follicles like that. Well, you were talking about having a hair... I think I'm going to get... <laughs> Look on your face. Did I mention that to you? Yeah, you did. When did I tell you that? Before. <laughs> the football. I went to the place where Rob Holding and his hair transplant. I'm opening the charcoal. And they basically said, you probably don't need one. Yeah, which you've was got quite a great nice. Head of hair. Thanks, man. Um, so that was quite nice. But also, like, the trouble is with this show is like you have wigs like every night right. that like pull your hair like this. I'm currently pulling my hair back. Yeah. Um, and I feel like by the end of the run, it might be like back here. No, you're so all right. But then you might get more, you know, older man. New, 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 new. Want to get? Want to get? Full head of hair. I want to play Mikel Arteta. Right. Let me get a photo of yes. the boss up on my laptop. You know. What I did doing? once win an art. Um, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me when I was in year five, randomly, the teacher was Mr. Coleman, who mm. is now a really good mate of mine. Oh, right. Is that weird to be friends with a teacher who would have been about 23 at the time um, and I would have been about nine? I'm still friends with my art and drama teachers from school, yeah. Yeah, he's like a really good mate now. I might go... I'm going to go thin charcoal. Oh, my God. I've never drawn with charcoal. Oh, it feels funny He's in got your such hands. Such a symmetrical face, hasn't he? Thank you. Oh, Mikhail. <laughs> Sorry, Mikhail. Um, um, so, talk to me about this art competition that you got. Oh yeah. So I in um, he has got such a symmetrical face. He's so beautiful. Ooh. I've drawn Wenger, but I've never drawn um, Arteta. Okay. Thank you. Well, there you go. Um, this is quite nice to draw with. Um, in year five, I uh, we used to have a competition where. Every year in the school would would uh, paint a picture of the um, the month to go in the calendar. Yeah. Um, so we were doing, I think, like August or something like that. And, and it basically, like, everyone had to have a little go at drawing, like, a scene from, like, an August scene. Mm-hmm. And I drew, uh, like, a, a beach with a surfer dude. Yeah. And there was, like, half the beach and half of it was the surfer dude on the waves. And like the way our teacher did it was a bit like sort of like X Factor and like made uh, people sit down and then the last person standing was the person who won. <gasps> and that person God. was me. Amazing for you, but I bet that's sort of scarred. Couldn't give a shit about them. For life. Couldn't care less. It's a very, um, that's normally what happens in PE, isn't it? Yeah. Choosing teams. <laughs> exactly, but for me, it was art. But then also, then I had a bit of an art teacher that I just think like, 
I don't know, I, I remember trying to draw like, trying to be a bit abstract with what I was drawing and then the person sort of taking the mick out of me in front of the whole class. Really? At what I'd drawn, yeah. <gasps> I'd be um, fired for that now, surely. And it's weird because she, she still like messages me on Instagram. <laughs> like, Funny is she. Lovely to see how well that, you're doing. I imagined a man, but no. Oh, really? No. Do you think All she was right. flirting with you? I don't know. I was only like, 13. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope not, really. <laughs> but, like, it, um, yeah, so, like, I don't know, and that, I think that put me off. But my nan's an amazing artist. Like, my nan was um, one of the first women to get a recognised uh, degree from Cambridge. Oh, wow. For fine art. Amazing. And she's a phenomenal uh, artist. What's her name? Her name is Joan Schneider. Shout out to Joan Shout Schneider. Shout out to Joan Schneider. Fantastic name, by the way. I know. Well, um, but she... She's a wonderful artist. Like every single birthday, it's always like, "Look how good yours looks. Look at this shit." It looks great. <laughs> We've both very like thick gone lips. for the eyes first. His eyes are his most dominant feature. I've, got very, I've gone very thick on the lips. I don't know how I'm going to sort. Charcoal's that out. good for Mikel actually because it is. he's a moody oh, look, I can do dark it. guy. I can do it with the beard actually. I can bring his lips down. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so like every birthday I'll always get a painting from my nan. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, what sort of stuff those. does she do? It's all oil painting. Yeah. Uh, sorry, watercolour. Yeah. But um, but it's all sorts, like landscapes, like there'll be like a cricket pitch or like sometimes be a cricketer. With like, so if always cricket well, she, knows, she, like, she knows I like cricket. Um, <laughs> She's got range. She yeah, does, uh, cricket pitches, She does cricket balls. Um, uh, <laughs> she does wickets. She does the, the insect, the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but you know, like when it was my 32nd birthday, she's 32 not out and a picture of a cricketer. That's funny. Yeah, she's got a, Is that funny? Is that a cricket thing? Uh, well, you know, yeah. she's got the bands. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Hey, we played cricket together in the summer. We did. How has it got cut short, didn't it? Yeah, the rain. Such a crap sport. But then you smashed the gig, didn't you? Um, you told me you smashed it. For the sake of the podcast, I'll say yes. You told me you smashed the gig. Did I? I think so. Doesn't sound like something I'd say. Uh, I think you said it went well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I get worried about... This is just going to break. You caught someone out. I did. That was the best moment of the match. This is the trouble with sport and me. Like, I love sport. I love watching sport. Arsenal season ticket holder, but not massively good at sport, but wish I was. I always but, would have thought you are a very mm, good sportsman. I'm not really. Like that catch, I will think about that for the rest of the year until... Can you remember who you caught out? No. But I remember Tom Rosenthal going, yeah, that's why we fucking do it! That's why we fucking do it! When I caught, <laughs> when I, <laughs> when I caught him out, and that's a very big Very good impression. Me. Thank you, I was quite pleased with that, yeah. actually. I'm not as more pleased than I am with this. Pathetic. Well, that's why impressions is your job. And I know, but I could be an impression uh, impressionist oh, artist. Oh, very nice. Yes, yes. come on. Stuff. So you're currently in Les Mis. Indeed. Is it strange going from performing a one-man comedy show at the Fringe to being part of a company? Hugely strange and 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 nicer. So <laughs> um, I tell you what, I've really missed mm-hmm. from being in musical theatre because I was in musical theatre from the age of 21 well I went to drama school at 18 yeah then from the age of 21 through to 25 I did musicals like big big musicals yeah um including Les Mis and then I was also in South Pacific and Avenue Q and um loved Avenue Q oh no great show but I really I've missed being in a company yeah like seeing everyone every day I really get on with everyone it's just really nice and it's like we'll go out for a drink and 
we're not all but it's not like Edinburgh where you're all competing to be a great show like we're yeah. all we're all working together um god your picture is so good I've made him sort of too fat oh, it's the beautiful it's, it's really good thanks Luke um I and so like so it's really nice being part of a company again um there's a lot more pressure because it, it, it feels weird that like if you do a one man show or a one person show you you if you're not on the show doesn't happen which is yeah. true but you only let yourself down really and the audience where like if I don't turn up in a scene here there's yeah. like 1200 people out there watching there's 20 people in the orchestra there's all the you know there's 35 members of the cast there's all the people that work backstage mm-hmm. like this uh, and I have to to be honest with you try and not think about it too much yeah because there is just so much pressure do you not find that sometimes makes it harder with comedy when you're like no one would care if I didn't obviously the audience would and but the fact that you're only letting yourself down makes it sort of easier to, to yeah, think about it does it, no, well yeah but I think it makes it easier that you just go well this is on me yeah and it's like if we want to start the show five minutes late well we can because yeah, it's me yeah. mine's quite look how intense he looks now yeah, you have got his intensity. He doesn't really blink, does he? Not in my picture. How many auditions did you have to do? I had to do four. Wow. Having like, already been in it in the past? Yeah, but I hadn't played this part. I was in the ensemble before. It's different playing a lead role. Yeah. Um, and they kind of got in contact with me. Um, because of every TV show I'd ever done, I was on House of Games, banging on about how I was in Les Mis. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been my, my shtick, if you have a shtick. Yeah. Um... And um, how do I get it like that's How do you get it like shaded like I that? just rubbed it with my finger. Because I want to do that for his eyes. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, just go like that and then it sort of blends it. Oh, yeah, it blends it, but I'm going to have to redo his eyes. That's the good thing about charcoal. You can sort of move it around a bit. Oh, yeah. But then you're going to be grubby going on stage, but I suppose it's sort of... My French, character's French, grubby. Mate. French Revolution? You, when mate, is what it? What do you think? These, this is makeup. Nice. To make me grubby. Great. I'm the grubbiest character this in the show. This is part of getting into character. Thank you. Um, so, what was I saying? Um, so, four auditions. Oh, yeah. So, they kind of got in contact with me and said, like, you know, would you be interested in coming playing to Nadia for six months? So, I was like, yeah, happy days. And so here I am until until March, and and like the audition process was great, mm-hmm. um, but again I felt huge pressure to be funny, yeah. Because it's like they brought the comedian in, so I was like, right, I've got to be funny. And he's the sort of comic character. And he's yeah, he's the comic relief character. But like within the the original book by Victor Hugo, he's he's such a dark. He's the biggest villain in the show as well. Yeah. So it's like you want to get all the 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 darkness of the villain but also there is lots of laughs to be had yeah and Claire who plays my wife she's so funny and has been here for six months has worked out every single beat mm-hmm. um, but I'm getting there and it's actually been quite nice like the last week because we've been doing these charity speeches for Acting for Others which is a charity that pr- sort of provides charity for actors when they're in need of support mm-hmm. you know it could be a family bereavement or obviously with the, the um, pandemic um, but they asked me to do the speech at the end of the show oh, so wow. I wrote a couple of gags of course you did oh it was great you do some impressions I didn't not really I didn't think everyone was ready to hear what would Alan Carr think of this you know impression of a struggling actor uh, yeah, well I've been doing that for years um, so 
but that was quite nice, like getting the laughter again, like but talking to the audience, getting like because that is yeah. the thing you miss, is like directly talking to an audience. Yeah, could your character get away with that? I mean, not. Re- I sort of find little moments where I can direct a line at somebody. Yes. Where I can sort of say, charge them for the lice, extra for the mice, two percent for looking in the mirror twice, and just look at people as I'm Woo! doing it. Uh, yeah, they do that immediately. <laughs> so that was nice, but it's not the same as like, hey man, what'd you do? Yeah, yeah, of course. Who's travelled the furthest? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, can I make an? Um, a confession. Go on, please. So, I've stolen something from you. Go on. I, every time I MC a gig now, <laughs> I'm off stage and I do, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for some comedy? Yeah. And I nicked it off you. I love that. I'm sorry. It's because... Well, I patented that. And I, I know. And, and I saw you do it at your gig in the, in Edinburgh, in that room that was in like an attic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, that's great. I love that. <laughs> and I'm telling you now. You do that for the low mids. <laughs> yeah, yeah I do. I do. And they really get up for it, actually. <laughs> well, one person shouted out, that's Annie McGrath. <laughs> this is getting better. It's good. I like it. I like how you've, you've gone so front on. It's like you're really <laughs> in that his face. That massive. Also, his lips are good. You've nailed the lips. Yeah, well, I, I've, uh, I've trimmed them down a bit. I want to get so wait, how, why did you... So you started out in the West End. Why did you decide to move into comedy? Um, so basically, I, I got quite bored. Mm-hmm. When I was in the ensemble, I just... I found myself just wanting to do my own thing. And basically, like, I used to do impressions of all the cast. Mm-hmm. And when I was at drama school, I would always do impressions of, of the teachers. Um, and I would always get up and do it in the same way that I do it now. So like a sort of... Oh, fucking, I fucked the ear up. His ear is very hard. What is that? Well, can you, I rub that you've out? Given, yeah, yeah. Does that work? <laughs> you've given him two ears, but in the picture you can only see one. I stopped looking at the picture for a second, that's <laughs> what I did. Oh, that works. Um, He's doing his own interpretation. Yeah! Of course he blinds. So, um, yeah, so basically, oh yeah, he has only got one ear. Well, he's got two, but in the picture. Well, we don't know. That's true. Have you ever seen both ears? You've not seen both ears at the same time. Um, He's got quite a big ear there, actually, and a lot more hair. Okay. Um, So I used to do impressions of teaching, and and it would still be in the style that I do it now, so, like, playing every single character but making a story of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it would be, like, you know, we had a... uh, My singing teacher was called Ross Campbell, and he spoke like this. Mm -hmm. And um, you say, Luke, you're reaching for the notes like a hippo. You need to relax. Um, So, like... I would do that, but it would. All, he'd always bang on about how he was bringing a book out. I'm bringing a book out on singing, and everyone in the school knew about that. So yeah. I would just play on that, um, or then oh, I'd do it like the teachers were preparing for the nativity play, um, and so that's kind of where it started. And I and I'd never enjoyed something more than doing that. Yeah. More than acting, more than anything really. And then when I was in Les Mis, I did the same thing of all the cast members when I was in the show previously, mm-hmm. and again loved it so much. And then basically, like, a friend of mine just said, oh, you should just start putting your stuff on YouTube. Mm. So I started putting my stuff on YouTube in 2012. Fuck. And then um, and I did a video called Downstairs at Downton, mm-hmm. which where I played, like, loads of Downton Abbott characters, including Mr. Carson and Mrs. Pat Morris, but like that. Um, and I did 12 characters in one. Mm-hmm. And that video got retweeted by... Well, tweeted by Stephen Fry. And that was at the time when Stephen Fry was 
was Twitter basically. Yeah. So like my phone just like melted, and then um, and then a producer came to me and said, "Oh, you know, you should write this as a show." So I did. Great. Um, and then I did that in Edinburgh, and I did that. I toured it for two years. Then I did it in America. I did it in Russia. Wow. I did it in Spain. Um, Why Russia? Because a friend of mine uh, runs an English the speaking theatre in Russia in Moscow. Okay. So kind of that, that. So that show and those videos is kind of what got me started. And I was doing lots of like, Arsène Wenger did quite a lot. He was, uh, you know, one of the first I ever did, and he because uh, look, I must say. Uh, I've always enjoyed his voice, even as a you know when I was a teenager. So I love like, it. <laughs> so that um, yeah, I feel really cringe doing the No, I love it. But it's a pop I mean, thing. I ask you to do them on the WhatsApp group. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and, and I usually refuse. <laughs> but they're to more be fair. offensive. Than yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, so like I do it. Those kind of impressions. I just also it also and it was before kind of anyone was really doing that much online as in yeah. like impression sketch videos well now every fucker's doing it mm -hmm. um but i just i so that's kind of how i got started but i love live is what i love more than anything else mm -hmm. hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But it's nice now coming back to it's the West End, darling. It's amazing. And I feel so at home. Yeah. And I feel like someone said to me the other day, like one of the chefs who works on Steph's Pat Lunch, mm -hmm. which is the Channel 4 show I do, um, he said to me, he's like, I've really enjoyed looking at your Instagram because he said it's like seeing a um, an animal in its natural habitat. Aww. And it does like feel a bit like that. Yeah. Like and I and I think a lot of the cast here didn't realise I'd done musicals before, mm -hmm. so they were for oh who's this comedian thinking he can just come in and do musicals like he's going to struggle to do eight shows a week. Yeah, no, uh, guys, I'm one of you. I'm one of you, and I think they soon realised oh no, he's you know he's done the show before, he knows people, da da da. da. Yeah, and. Um, I just keep laughing at my picture. I mean, it's subversion. His nose is hard, isn't it? His nose is I hard. I like it. It's very sort of Picasso-esque. Picasso yeah, 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 it's Picasso. <laughs> um, but um, and I just, I'm loving it. Like, every time I see the theatre, I get excited. That's so nice. I see the sign. I mean, like, you know, the last few weeks I've been walking past Mickey Flanagan's sign as well on the way there going, oh, yeah, I wanted to do that. Um, and but, what do you think now? Do you think, do you miss sort of touring by yourself or are you like, oh, this is, no. this is what I want to be doing? Now? I miss I miss chatting to the audience, I think, as we were saying earlier. Yeah. Like, I miss that, that connection and, like, having Bill that's an estate agent all the way through and you've thrown gags to him all the way through and yeah. he's come with his 
friend who's a, a lady and we pretended that they're having an affair and uh, and all that stuff that you can build into a show and I love doing crowd work like that's probably mm-hmm. my favourite bit of comedy so like I miss that mm-hmm. but it's it's a small price to play for like the rest of it like it's just and also don't as much as it feels a lot more pressure being in a show and you don't want to let people down but it feels less pressure in that I haven't got to worry if the show sold well <laughs> Like, yeah, Lame has been going for 39 years, like, it sells every night, yeah. Um, and how much do audience responses vary? Obviously, in comedy, you notice the changes, a yeah. Lot. Is it different in it's a good question? Theater? Like, it, it feels it's strange because with this show, you get a lot of um, p- um, tourists, yeah. Um, because you know, if you think you're in London for two nights and you want to see a West End musical, but you don't really know musicals, mm-hmm. you think, oh, we'll go and see Les Mis or Phantom of the Opera or... Um, something that's just been something that's they just years. you know is going to be good. Yeah. And it's part, it's sort of right a passage, isn't it? Like, yeah. you come to West End, you've got to see Les Mis. So a lot, you know, a lot of time, it's a lot of um, foreign audiences. So mm-hmm. sometimes English isn't their first language. So some of the jokes in the show are a bit, like, wordy. Yeah, yeah. Where they go for a lot more physical stuff, which mm-hmm. I noticed actually when I did when I was in Russia with my Downton show, like they loved the physical silly gags. Yeah. But they did the word play they didn't go for as much. Okay. Did you find that when you did um even though their English was amazing, but in Scandinavia? Yeah, their English was amazing. What I found different about um the audiences was just how sort of polite they were, like in yeah. Copenhagen. Oh my god, yeah. If they enjoyed the joke, they would just clap yeah. in unison. Whereas yeah. obviously laughter would be. I know, yeah, to a yeah, round of yes, applause. that's interesting. And yeah. that changes the rhythm of it slightly. Yeah. Um, but then in Oslo, they were all absolutely shit faced and just yes, chatting they were. away. Yeah, and yeah, that was a, that. I remember that a late well. night gig. Yeah. But yeah, I loved that Scandinavian trip. Oh, so did I. But uh, yeah, so I, I, so that, so that, so the audiences changes like Friday and a Saturday, mm-hmm. you get more a. Um, a sort of Eng- uh, not an English audience, but just just a more. It's like same with comedy, really. They're just really up for it. Yeah. Um, and it's half term this week at the time of recording. Have it you is. Had lots of families in. Yeah. Again, I, I, the thing is, this is what I mean with like how I miss theatre in that like I miss comedy mm. in that you can't see the audience. Right. It's so, the lights are so bright, you can't see who's in. Okay. So it's hard to it's hard to know really if there's more families but like it's just that thing of like there's no pressure because I don't have to I don't have to worry if the material works yeah it just does and sometimes you feel bad because there's like bits in my the blocking of what I do where like you can try and be as clever as you like but Mm. there's there's obviously beats of the show that have been working for 38 years yeah so like try not to change it too much sometimes you know yeah I'm struggling with his jacket um, and how do you... Well, he's wearing a, his sort of trademark black turtleneck, isn't he? Oh, is that what that is? I reckon I that's thought, what it is. Okay, yeah. What do you think it is? I thought it might be a sort of a warmer jacket. Oh, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, it looks like it might have a collar or something. Yeah. How do you prepare your voice and body? And is it similar to before a one-man show? Or? Yeah, similar, yeah. Like, as in, like... There's not many comics, I think, that warm their voice up. I am constantly in Edinburgh helping 
comics out who've lost their voice. Yeah. I remember like the amount of times I've sat with like Ahir Shah and Matt Ford and just going, right, you need to try this, this and this, or, like Tom Parry, like just yeah. people like lose their voices. So I always do a vocal warm because it's like a, um, like you're about to go and play football, you've got to warm your muscles up. Yeah. And that's what your vocal cords are. Mm-hmm. So like here it's great because you go down to the stage and you have a full vocal warm up. And yeah, everyone... in, in comedy, people just think you're a wanker. Yeah, completely. And like, I've had it on gigs where like people like go, like like I'll be previewing with someone and they they'll hear me like warming up. Mm. And I know people think I'm a bit of a bell end for it, but I'm like, well, yeah, but that's why I never lose my voice in Edinburgh. Yeah, because I really look after it. Um, I do sort of lunges as well. I yeah. do a physical warm up. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great. Not um. Yeah, just like the sort of what's it called when you stretch down, touch your toes. Yeah, just... a bit of a spine roll. Bit of a spine roll. I um, I think it's a nerves thing as well. But yeah, it does help because you can be become very stiff doing stand up. Hundred percent. If you're tense, it's not. And you great. know you have a better gig when you've that you've really worked at relaxing yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I'm it's the same here. But like I used to meditate more and stuff when I was doing stand up, um, like before a one man show. Yeah. But I don't do that here. But I just. It's, I, I just I really relax and I really focus before my my first song is Master of the House this isn't that bad it's great I love it he looks you've, more you've Brett got Goldstein his, um, than, <laughs> friend of the podcast um, you've got his hourly eyes down to a T yeah it's those long it's got quite long um, eyebrows yeah um, so yeah so I just um before I do Master of the House, so it's like my first big song where I have got to... It is a really difficult song. It, you mm-hmm. have to think about a billion things because it's like you go, you know, you, you start, you're like, Master of the House, sing that to him, grab his handkerchief and throw it in the air, take yep. that glass, pour a bit of that while singing all the words, remembering every single right. bit, getting the laughs, da-da-da-da. So, like, before that, I tend to sort of have a bit of a quiet moment in here. Yeah. And to be honest with you, Annie, like, I just look in the mirror... This is going to sound so wanky, but I just look in the mirror and like see myself dressed as Tenardier, and I'm like, I'm fucking Tenardier in the West End production yeah. of Les Mis. Like it's the jacket here, great. Like, this jacket is so iconic. Yeah. And um, like this, you know, look, beautiful like, blue. Matt, Matt Lucas wore yeah, it. Yeah. Like Alan Armstrong, the original. Like they've all not worn this specific jacket, but in this design. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's there's a few iconic pieces in the show, like this and the waistcoat that Andras wears. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just like. I wear that and I look in the mirror with my wig on and the hat and I'm just like oh my god this is so cool and then you send us a photo and we'll take the piss out of it exactly you do and tell me I look like various <laughs> sex offenders um, well we're keeping you grounded yeah isn't that nice oh, that's okay <laughs> I really want comics to come and see it I'm coming well I'm, I'm rallying you're the because there's been a few like Mark Smith I think will come oh great he loves Les Mis I'll coordinate with him then Ian Sterling I'm sure will come at some point yeah. Um, well, me, Luke McQueen, Tom Rosenthal are coming. Okay. I just bumped into Rose Matafeo. She wants to come. Yeah. Well, that's Susie Ruffle like, messaged me saying, oh, me and Tom Allen want to come. Oh, great. But there's a lot, you know, Joe Lysett said he wants to come. But they've all said this, and you know what it's like in Edinburgh, I will come and see your show. Yeah, well, especially with the West End, because you feel like it's on for a lifetime. Exactly. And then suddenly it'll be March and you'll be I dead, feel like I'm dead. running out of bits to do on this now. Do you own any art? I do. What you got? Okay, so... You've got your um, family, your grandmother's? No. Yeah, lots of that stuff. I've got... uh, 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 The thing that I've got, my favourite thing I've got, I bought when I was at drama school. Mm -hmm. It cost 50 quid. And it's a butterfly. I really like butterflies. And I liked it at the time because 
it was a, it was sort of all about like living. You, it was like about a butterfly that lived for a day. Yeah. And so the butterfly had uh, it's like a butterfly and like an old school stopwatch. Okay. So I like the idea of this kind of like you've got to live for that yeah. day. And it's orange, the butterfly, and then everything else is black and white. Nice. Um, and I remember my, I said to my mum, I was like, I really, really want to buy this, this picture. And I was only like 18 at the time. My mum was like, well, look at it for a few days. Cause I used to walk past the shop every day. Yeah. And she went, look at it for a few days. And if you still want it, because 50 quid was a lot of money for yeah. me then. And um, now it was fucking, you know, it's coming out the taps. Um, but like, she was like, you know, if you really like it after you've seen it for a week then you should buy it so I did and like it's above my bed now Aww. like you know nearly 20 years on so like I do does love does it her. inspire you do you look at it and think i got to live for the day I, uh, no but I do look at it and just think I love that that's still in my life yeah that picture my mates call it Bumblebee Stopwatch, which is really annoying. <laughs> Forever they have called it Bumblebee Stopwatch. And he's like, oh, my, my mate Alan, going, bloody old Bumblebee Stopwatch still made it to the new house then. And I'm like, yeah, it did. <laughs> and like then he was looking to buy a new place. Yeah. Um, and he was looking in Crouch End and he found the old place that I used to rent mm. that had pictures up from when I was living there. And Bumblebee Whoa. Stopwatch is in the fucking picture. <gasps> There's not even a Bumblebee in it, but... <laughs> He yeah, butterfly. Butterfly stopwatch. Butterfly stopwatch. Um, so th- I own that, and then like we've got like a and the stairs in my house. We have art going up all 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 the way up the staircase. Yeah, nice. So some of it's like pictures that my uh, nan has drawn of my dog, and then some of it's like photos of our wedding. And but then like I have bought uh, two different pictures of Freddie Mercury. Right. Um, one of him in uh, in his outfit that he wears in the video for um, a hard life. Nice. Which is like it's a full sort of red bodysuit yeah. with um, eyes all the way up and down it. Oh, cool. And he's got this like incredible hair and frills over it. It's like Freddie Mercury's like my favourite man. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and I've got one of that and another one of him um, in the sort of famous yellow jacket. Nice. Um, so I love those pieces. And then a few more butterflies as well. That are... And do you do art with your... Well, she's not a baby, is she? She's two. She's my two. little girl, my little, little girl, Ari. Yeah, we do. Um, we do a lot of, like, cutting and sticking. Yeah. Um, because we get, like... You just get, like, so many things, like leaflets and, and magazines through um, the door. Yeah. And... Um, very and, resourceful of you. Yeah, but it's great. She loves it. Gluing, She's sticking. A collage girl. Yeah, so we just like, I'm like, what do you want to cut out? She's like, you know, and it'll be like a football or it'll be a. You know, a, um, well, she's a massive a gooner, thing. isn't she? She's a massive gooner because I force her to wear the, the yeah. stuff. She's got the same pink third kit that I've got. She does, yeah, with Ari One on the back. Nice. Um, so she, so we do a lot of that, but then also like when I was in Edinburgh, I don't know what you think of this as, an, as someone who's very good at art, but what I would do is like go on YouTube and there's like tutorials of how to draw like Julia Donaldson's, what's his name, who draws her. Michael Schaefer, is it? Oh, I'm not sure. We should find that out. Because he's brilliant. Yeah, I'm not... um, I don't think I'm above going on YouTube for a tutorial. Um, I need to learn how to oil paint, and I'm... Artist, hang on. Uh, Axel Scheffler. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's the artist for all of her books. So like, like right, the Gruffalo. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I forget that because you haven't got a child, you won't just immediately know all the Julia Donaldson books. <laughs> yeah. But like the Zog and, and the Gruffalo yeah, and classics. Stickman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go on YouTube and look at tutorials of how to draw those characters mm-hmm. um, and then send them to Ari, who was obviously back home when I was in Edinburgh. Um, but like my, and my mother-in-law had, had like every single colouring pencil so I would colour those in and stuff and I really enjoyed that yeah but is that cheating? no I don't think so it's you know, learning just learning I don't think I could do it without that yeah but saying that that's oh. great you've really got his like look of anxiety down to a T <laughs> I'm really that looks like is his hair we're, a bit we're playing Man City in that picture yeah um, he's just thought of a new tactic <laughs> he's like but as I go play the goalkeeper up front that's what he's thinking <laughs> in this moment um, right, let's fucking, fucking Aaron Ramsey go up front and win a duel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rare or Ramsdale, who's going to play tonight? I know. Well, that's Ramsdale's over is, there. The great thing with the show is that, like, I get a 35-minute break during the show. Oh, really? Come up here, watch the second half. Amazing. Imagine the audience out there knew that that's what the actors Oh, yeah, are sorry, no, that's not what I do. I come up here and stay in character. Oh, God, they're so in character. <laughs> yeah, just exactly. on your phone watching the Champions League. Well, I sort of imagine Tanadio would be an Arsenal fan that watches yeah, Arsenal versus Sevilla. Quick fire round. Oil or watercolour? Uh, oil. Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Can you separate the art from the artist? Uh, I don't know what that means. Like, uh, say I murdered someone, but I did a really good painting. Would you still appreciate the painting, or would you be like, I no, I did that? Can't separate. Can't se- uh, no, as in like, you can separate it. <laughs> the opposite. Like I hate Michael Jackson. But you love his tunes. No. I don't love his tunes anymore because he's a paedophile. Right, okay, so you're saying you can't. <laughs> you can't separate it. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you... Oh, shit, I just broke the thing. <laughs> got so angry about Michael Jackson. But I feel like... I was like, oh, you can separate it because you... <laughs> if you can't separate it, it's like, oh, but, you know, you can't separate it because he's so good. Yeah. He's a pedo, but he's so good. Have you got a good Michael Jackson impression? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Tortured artist or logical landlord? Ooh, a quick fire. Yeah. Uh, uh, tortured artist. Gabrielle Martinelli or Gabrielle Jesus? Uh, Martinelli. Ramsdale or Rhea? Ramsdale. Edinburgh Fringe or West End? West End. Les Mis or Avenue Q? <laughs> Les Mis. Shag, Mary kill. Mona Lisa, girl with a pearl earring, son of man. I would go, I would... T- um, I'd shag Mona Lisa. Yeah. I thought you would. Fit. <laughs> I would kill the girl with the pearl earring. Yeah. Because I'm going to have the earring. Marry <laughs> so the man. I'd marry the man. Talk about or think about art. Think about it. Sorry, that's me uh, blowing charcoal off my laptop. Look at a painting close up or far away? Far away. Private view or view of privates? <laughs> private view painting from life landscape or still life life art or music music Lisa or Alana <laughs> <laughs> Alana art or books B- books audio books <laughs> <laughs> he can't read yeah and finally comedy or musicals 
Are you doing a vocal warm up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too difficult. Um, for the listener, Alana is Luke's wife and Lisa is her twin sister. <laughs> um, how is working with your wife and. Oh my sister? God, I love it. Yeah. It's great, like. Because the thing is, that is so much better now I've added some more hair for him. It's great. That's Woo-hoo! perfect. Um, my art teacher used to say, take your eye for a walk. That's what drawing is. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah. I love working with them. The thing is, is like we used to just sort of drink wine together and then uh, chat, shit. And we have a yeah. really lovely open relationship. Like me and Lisa really get on at Alana's twin yeah. sister. She's like, she's like my best pal. Like I tell her anything, as she would she. Um, and it's always been like that for 12 years. So it's just not, it, you're just recording the conversations we would have yeah. anyway. Got to monetize that shit. Well, yeah. You know, like it's like you said to me the other day, that to be what is it? You said like a boring private conversation or something oh, yeah. like that. And I was like, I was talking about something I couldn't talk on my podcast. And you're oh, like, yeah. you know, that'd be a boring private conversation. Um, Unrecorded. A real life conversation. <laughs> boring. Um, but it's really, really fun. And like, yeah, we just have a laugh. So it's, yeah, it's really it's and very we talk, funny. We talk twin stuff. Thank you. Like we just chat a lot of twin stuff and um, families. And we've had guests at the moment because Lisa's just had a baby, so that's been quite fun having celebrity twins. Oh, nice. Um, so we've got Kate Lawler and her sister coming on, and then we've got Tom Aitkins, the um, chef, and his brother, who's also a chef. Um, I'm you're trying to get your Jade sister Wood. on. I know yeah. you've got twins, but yeah, she's. I've just moved my contact lens. That's not good. Oh no. Thanks for doing this so close to the sort of time you have to be on stage. That's all right. I'd be too nervous to... to Well, the thing is, is that if the show was at six, then I wouldn't. Well, you'd be on stage in five minutes minutes or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, but because because we've got warm-up, and warm-up takes about 20 minutes, and then you've kind of got a bit of time anyway. And also, the first 25 minutes of the show, I'm actually in the ensemble. You're in the ensemble? Yeah. So, <gasps> like, in the convicts and stuff, like, you know, the look down, look down, don't look them in the eye. I'm in that. Amazing. I know, um, you, I know you're not in empty chairs and empty tables, no. but can you do a little bit of it? <laughs> <laughs> There's a grief that can't be spoken. There's a pain goes on and on. Oh <laughs> it's just so cool. <laughs> I'm blushing. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, thank you. You're a talent. Thanks, mate. Do you think that I... Here's a question for you. <laughs> do you think I'm talented? Do you think that I should do musicals or do comedy? That's the alarm for you say, to stop. Stop doing comedy. Do you think... Um, no, that was me looking at my alarm. No, I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I think do what you're doing. You're doing both and absolutely smashing it. Okay. You've got to follow your heart and your pay package. Well... <laughs> pay package? Is it the 1950s? It's um, I what, don't know what, the answer. I think you're doing this now and that's great. You've got to think about the butterfly watch. Live for yes. That's nice. Live I was going to give it as a tattoo, but um, have you got any tattoos? No. Yeah. For, for, have you got any tattoos? Do you know what? I recently got a tattoo. Oh, oh yeah, of course I, you I did. Think I told you with Jill what Scott. What does it say on it again? Is it the <laughs> it's same? A, no, it's a little football on my ankle. Yeah, but I think that is so cool. Like you met Jill Scott. Well, I was working with, with Jill Scott. I was writing for her on a league of their own, and then as part of the show. She went to go and get that tattoo, fuck off you fucking prick. Yes. The um, yes. acronym of that on her ribs. Yeah. And we were in this tattoo parlour in Boreham Wood and she was like, are you going to get something? That is so cool you did that. I know. And I'm is not that like... You? Is that like you to no, do that? No, it's really not. I've never had a tattoo, phobic about needles, 
Because that's quite a thing myself, to like, someone who, a, a quite extrovert thing to do. Yeah, I'm not that spontaneous, but I did think, when else am I going to be with Jill Scott? Yeah, with a England Trophy winning yeah. lioness legend. I would if I was if I was sat there with like Bakayo Saka. Imagine. And he said, would you get a little chilli on your arse? I'd be like, yes, of course I will. You're oh Makaya Saka. Yeah, so would I. Um, so, like, I think that's amazing. And what a good memory. Yeah, great memory. I don't know why I didn't in the end. I just, I'm glad I didn't. But I don't, I, I like went to a tattoo artist and had it drawn out. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was, that, it was that painting, but I was going to have it, like, down here, like, down oh, my, cool. my stomach onto my leg. But I'm really glad I didn't now. You're waiting for Bukayo Saka to give you the call. Yeah, well, he's, you know, we've had an Instagram together. Have you? Do you not know that? You well, know this. Wait, yeah, he replied to one of your Instagrams. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That's not weird. <laughs> that's that it, cool. we had that an Instagram cool. together. Yeah, did he send you a love heart or yeah. something? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know he didn't reply? Granite Xhaka, when I asked oh, if really? he was all right. <laughs> Oh I sent Saka a love heart after the men's Euros. Did you? Yeah, or I said something like, you're amazing. So oh, something like very sincere. I put a thing up there. Because because also, like you know when someone's messaged you on Instagram, or you've messaged someone? Yeah. Like, you'll always get the notification because you, yeah, you've yeah, like, yeah. accepted them into your, like, your yeah. main... So I hope that any time I, like, post a picture <gasps> of Saka going, the goat, which I did the other day, I'm like, he does he get the little red... Yeah. Or do you think Bukai Saka's got, like, 500 of those unread messages I wonder if now he's got someone else doing his social no. media no mm. but the love heart was from him yeah okay. sure, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, we better wrap it up I know you've got to should I do some extra shading anyway I'm just going to get a snap while you're drawing with the lights behind you is that okay to get a backstage of snap of course I'm well happy with this it's great can I, I really like it? it yeah you can can I keep them both yeah you can because I could put them there yeah I'd Great. love that. We might do an exhibition of them, in which case I'll ask for it back. But well, for now, you can look at it. Well, why don't you take yours? Because no, I worry about it, ruining keep it. it. Keep it. You sure? Yeah, yeah. I can put them there on my little pinboard. Um, I've got hairspray, which works as a fixer. Does it? As well. Oh. I am so happy with that. I love it. It's great. It well sort of looks like you've got a drawstring hoodie, actually. And do you think that's helped you get in the zone for the show? Well, I feel very proud of myself, yeah, which good. gives you confidence. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. Well, Luke, it's been a pleasure. Break a leg. Thank you so much. And see you on the other side. I'm going to come and watch probably in December. Yes. I loved chatting to Luke backstage and hearing him singing. Honestly, voice of an angel. Do go and see him in Les Mis if you find yourself in London's glittering West End and follow him on social media at Luke Kempner on X, formerly Twitter and Instagram. If you want to see our drawings of Mikel Arteta, and why wouldn't you, then make sure you're following Secret Artists on social media, at Secret Art Pod. You can also leave us a lovely review if you want to. It's very nice to get those. And you can make a one-off donation via the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn.